Welcome to Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond podcast. My name is Vignesh Devraj, an Ayurvedic doctor and a holistic health coach. Each week we share wisdom or interview an inspiring personality to guide you become your healthiest self. Remember, your health is your greatest asset. If you are interested in learning about menopause, overcoming the hormonal imbalance and associated symptoms of menopause, this Sunday, which is the 18th of October, I'm holding an interactive webinar on the topic Ayurvedic approach for healthy menopause. Please check the show notes for the registration details. In today's episode, I'm welcoming back Ashtin Doctor, the founder and host of the Habit Coach podcast and awesome 180 YouTube channel. We discuss about how sugar is an underrated evil in our society and how sugar can reduce our willpower and also 30 days of no sugar challenge program. If you haven't heard the earlier podcast episode number 21 with Ashtin Doctor on the topic six pack abs, sugar cravings and habit coaching, please do listen to it as well. It's a wealth of wisdom for becoming your healthiest version. Hope you enjoy this podcast and now we go over to Ashtin Doctor. Welcome back Ashtin Doctor. So happy to have you back in my podcast and I must say that the previous episode that I did with you on six pack abs and habit coaching I got really fantastic feedback and they want to hear more about you so so happy to have you back yay thank you i'm so happy people enjoyed that podcast of ours oh yes and that has been one of my best episodes so far woohoo superb so now we have to make this one even better i'm very excited exactly as we always evolve and grow mm-hmm. and i must ah. also say that the the no sugar challenge that i did with you mm. uh, mm. is really a transformative 30 days and actually i want to get to know more about that details um, and why sugar is so bad and how can we come out of sugar and people think that mm. uh, i can take sugar because i'm not diabetic so mm. when i tell people with allergies you don't need sugar i mean i mean if you eat if you only if you stop sugar you can really come out of these allergies so why sugar i'm not diabetic and that weight mm. loss issues so uh, people need to understand there is much more dangers because of sugar other than just diabetes or obesity so absolutely that's the that's the take i want to hear from you as you have coached so many people how to come out of sugar and really convince them why sugar is so bad so i'm so curious to know your take on this So let's talk about so, you know, why sugar is bad. Super. So so the first thing is that you know I hate using the word bad because bad doesn't really describe anything. Mm. So we have to break it down into its element parts and yes sugar is really bad but let's first break it down into why mm. and you know sugar is actually evil on mm. multiple parts because it starts off not only as what we keep hearing in the news saying that oh you know sugar is more addictive than cocaine and all those kinds of things which mm. definitely is true mm. but there are three aspects of sugar that cause complete havoc in our system the first is the way society has now adopted sugar mm-hmm. you notice that almost all our food and all our products contain sugar right we've moved as a society as a culture from savory food to everything being sweet Mm-hmm. you'll notice this in the way that our breakfasts have changed so earlier on we never had breakfast breakfasts are not a cultural thing but once breakfast came in as savory snacks or savory food it was always savory it was either eggs or it was upma or dosas or whatever we chose 
but then you'll notice now breakfast have become sweet things mm. and the same way uh, we're just eating too much of these sweet things like i keep giving the example of my grandmother mm. i remember my grandparents when we were kids would always make everybody in the family share one dessert mm-hmm. so if there was a slice of cake we would all be sharing that slice of cake if there was an apple we would all be sharing that apple it wasn't that each person got their own piece mm-hmm. and that's how you know in the past sugar was shared desserts were shared because they were special treats not everyone could get it but now you know when you go to a restaurant you would eat your meal and everybody orders their own dessert Exactly. So it's interesting to see how sugar has come in and as a society and we've just eating a lot more of it than we've ever done before in the history of mankind. So that's one aspect of it. And um, you must have noticed this when you did the challenge with us mm-hmm. on just how many products suddenly go out the window because they have sugar in it. Oh, yes. When you go on a no sugar challenge. Mm-hmm. The second part of it is the way sugar um, damages our body. So what happens is that sugar damages our body at a capillary level right when we have excess excess blood sugar the sugar is basically like little little spikes in our system in, in in our blood it creates that little it creates these micro tears in our veins and arteries and capillaries as it as it flows through and while our body can deal with a certain amount of it which is why we have regular blood sugar in an excess it starts causing all these problems and so many problems that we face in today's daily life is a function of these micro damages that are happening in our system and it's almost like death by a thousand cuts or a million cuts in this in this sense because every time those little cuts take place the body has to go and repair it mm-hmm. and that creates what is called inflammation in the body and we all know how we need to get rid of inflammation try to reduce inflammation i'm sure you must have done a lot of podcasts on inflammation as well because it's such an important aspect of health in today's day and age so at a body level this is how as physical level this is how sugar starts damaging us and um what's even more devious is at a psychological level or at a mental level how it starts affecting us so you know like i was saying you've heard of people talking about uh, sugar is more addictive than cocaine mm-hmm. and yes the addictive part is true but there's something very nefarious about sugar what it does is that when you've had a sugar binge mm-hmm. it prevents you from making better decisions because now your cravings suddenly seem to increase dramatically mm-hmm. and your ability to quench those cravings or 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 stomp those cravings out reduces dramatically so you know what happens is that you must have noticed this like um, i know you have been addicted to sugar just like the way i was addicted to sugar Yes. and you would have noticed uh, whenever you had a crazy sugar binge the next day and the day after that was extremely hard because you could not say no to anything you just wanted more you wanted more you wanted more and what sugar done at that point is that it's made you crave more things so it's not that it's addictive in that sense but it just removes that filter that we have on what is good for us and which is why we become more and more yearning for things so these are the three broad categories in, in, in as a way in which sugar comes and damages us one because of the societal approach to sugar now which is just too much sugar in our systems as in in the food systems and the way that we live in a physical sense in the way sugar damages our body creates inflammation in our body and at a mental level in the way 
uh, it removes our ability to control our cravings and even gives us what is called brain fog. You must have had clients coming and complaining about brain fog to you, correct? Yes. Oh, yes. Too much. Right? Where they can't put two thoughts together, where they feel that they are not themselves anymore because their mind just can't think anymore. That aspect of what's happening is again a function of the way that your uh, body is reacting to sugar and the inflammation being caused because of it. Wow, that was such a concise and fantastic explanation. Like, I so relate with you when you talk about the society issues. I mean, especially in India, because we have the sugar is uh, rationed, and because we add sugar to sugar, and uh, <laughs> the the way you know we associate sugar like okay, if you have a celebration, we need sugar. If you have some uh, victory, happy birthday. I still remember when we have birthdays in school, we have to carry loads of chocolates and. Whoever is bringing the most expensive and the tastiest chocolates, they get the best friends. And, uh, you know, okay, now the Diwali is coming. People are going to have loads of sugar. And I know one of my friends who runs these sweet shops. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, now the Diwali is going to come and that's going to be our season. So we're going to get lots of sugar. And after the Diwali, I see myself, you know, when, uh, when Indian patients come to me, I see a lot of people having high blood sugar. Uh, HbA1c goes over the roof. And uh, every celebrations like Diwali, I see the, how the, you know, the community health goes up and down. That's one thing Correct. that I observe. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, it's a double whammy with things like Diwali. So, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's so interesting that this, uh, in, in this Diwali, the November month, hmm. we are actually tweaking the entire no sugar challenge so and we're making it a no sugar festival challenge. <laughs> because we realize that you should not not enjoy yourself mm. correct you should not you know you should not restrict yourself but can we teach you how to give up sugar mm. enjoy and then give up sugar again mm. because luckily this time diwali is smack in the middle of the month exactly. so we're creating a program which teaches you till the 13th or 14th how to give up sugar then 13 14 15 16 whenever the diwali days are there you enjoy or you curb your enjoyment however way you want. And then we teach you how to recover from the sugar binge. You know, because it's so interesting that there are actual techniques and there are actual supplements and, and natural supplements as well that you can use to curb that effect that sugar has on your body mm-hmm. when you, you know, go out and binge like on festival days. Well, uh, see, you, you spoke about three points. And when you mm-hmm. talk about the first point is, you know, the society has associated sugar as a way of celebration. And the second mm. point is when you eat sugar, you are actually inflicting a lot of injuries inside your body. So it's actually, Correct. you know, you are, it's like a sadistic approach. You know, I'm uh, taking joy in cutting other person's in- internal body. Mm. That's how it looks like. And when you yes. talk about brain fog, you know, the, the brain fog, sometimes it, it actually looks like when you talk to a person or a patient who is having a terrible brain fog, it, it feels like they are possessed by some kind of an external energy. Yes. And that's, I mean, when we talk about sugar, it, it's like there is an external energy, like an alien or a UFO coming and taking charge of your body and you don't have any more control over yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you're talking about. When we had a sugar binge, the next day, there is no willpower. You know, we feel that, okay, I am completely slave. Where is where can I get that sugar? Where should I stop by and get to that bakery, or should I go and search my uh, refrigerator where where I have kept some of the things? 
you completely mm-hmm. become like a drug addict that's the Correct. that's a worst case scenario yes so doc uh, how to come out of this now what are the little steps that we have to take to come out of this you know vignesh it's so interesting the way that you described how somebody with a brain fog looks like exactly like in, right now in in front of my mind picture at three clients of mine who are exactly like that or were exactly like that before we started working together mm-hmm. you could not have a conversation with them and they could not have a conversation with you because every time you started they would listen intently and then you could just see their brain switching off exactly and you could just see that they they've gone mm-hmm. matlab like you like the word you use was possessed by an alien <laughs> it's exactly like that the person just disappears in front of your eyes and then you're like okay come back come back come back and let's have the conversation so it's it's actually very very interesting to see the way a, a complete sugar addict behaves with you exactly and when but, they go through the no sugar uh, it's hmm. actually like you know somebody's doing some exorcism on them because the withdrawal symptoms that they go through with headaches and uh, oh my god i can't stand this i can't stand, you know they behave like a maniac for yes. few, till they come out of that withdrawal symptoms and and you know one of my clients mm-hmm. messaged me saying that i can't believe that during so he did the no sugar challenge and he did it unfortunately he did not finish those 30 days he broke mm-hmm. it at about 15 or 20 days mm-hmm. and he was saying those 20 days were the most productive of his life well i mean, i can and then he led to that yes yeah and then he said that you know at, at on day 20 i thought i was okay everything was going perfectly fine so then somebody offered me a chocolate chip cookie i said fine chalo let me have that chocolate chip cookie and that was it because then he was like this like you said possessed person going through his house eating every single thing that was there and he felt he was back to square one if not worse exactly and then they feel bad that oh i'm not i'm good for nothing yes and that i can't do it i can't do it i can't do it and then breaking that mindset is important and you uh-huh. need to learn this you know this whole idea of the no sugar challenge and you were saying what is the first step mm-hmm. and most people say you know ashtin i don't believe in these extreme things like challenges and completely mm-hmm. giving up moderation is the way but you know the problem with sugar is that there is no such thing as moderation because even the little teaspoon of sugar does excite the brain in the same capacity as finishing that whole big chocolate cake does so you know even that little bit of sugar is still causing that effect in your system Mm. and you will never know how good you can feel unless all of it has left your system mm-hmm. so the whole idea of the challenge is to do multiple things the idea of the challenge is to make sure that you have the ability to give up sugar and you know that you can give up sugar many of us are too scared to even think that we can give up sugar and we just give in to the its clutches the second aspect is to know and be aware of where all sugar is around you you know if you have such a hard lined approach to sugar you will notice saying that oh why does my toothpaste have sugar in it you know you'll find sugar in the weirdest places and that's the approach that i want people to start getting mm-hmm. and um, and and by no means is this podcast a plug for the no sugar challenge okay so um, even if you don't do it in a formalized way with us i i strongly urge everyone to at least try one month of not having sugar and seeing just how good your body can feel 
and then i urge you to go immediately after that and eat one big donut or a piece of chocolate cake and just see how terrible you feel and then you'll never ever forget that combination again of what it felt like off it and what it feels like on it well doc i think you really brought that point this thing called you know no such thing as moderation i still believe uh, i mean i'm in my own experience you know uh, i had this uh, i think it was more than 50 or 60 days where i didn't have any sugar at all and then mm-hmm. um, i had that first piece of uh, dessert and it was like i got an electric shock that kind of a feeling yeah correct and then uh, and then what has happened was later then your taste buds slowly start getting used to it okay now mm-hmm. i feel i am out of it but there is a hook that you can still go back to that old pattern and that sometimes i feel once you have a one little piece of sh- uh, that sugar and you feel that mm-hmm. okay, maybe second one maybe third one and then you realize you have finished the whole stuff yes and that is where that the first thing you know like they say stitch on time saves nine so mm. uh, so that is where we have to understand that one sugar itself is bad and how, okay but how do we say do you think that it is possible to have that moderation or do you think that sweet tooth is like a real disease kind of a thing no so it, it is it is two categories okay so i'll talk from my personal experience and i'll talk from a very close friend of mine who's an endocrinologist and how she approaches it okay so um so i have zero control over myself so if i have one piece of chocolate i'll have 15 pieces of chocolate right <laughs> so, yeah i mean honestly like you know like we think that oh habit coach everything is in place no you know i am human and there are aspects of me that are as embarrassing as this like if i have a hard day i know it's a trigger that i'll probably reach for something that i don't want and then finish everything mm-hmm. so for me having that hard line approach makes a lot of sense Hmm. my friend who's an endocrinologist and you know you must have on the podcast at some point of time yeah i would love to her approach is so interesting hmm. and it's all about mindful eating hmm. and she says that you can train your mind for that mindful eating correct you can train hmm. your mind to stop labeling yourself as i am a person who is a sugar addict i am a person who has a sweet tooth hmm. as soon as you start changing the way that you refer to yourself and the labels that you give yourself your ability to give up sugar increases dramatically and then so yeah and 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 you know i've tried multiple times to say that i'm not a sugar addict and stuff like that however i think i think to inspire people also we need to sometimes say that we are and even we are you know not perfect because otherwise it just seems like something like an impossible task mm. but you know her approach is so interesting that that mindfulness about the way you eat allows you to stop just after that one bite mm-hmm. and she has the ability to do that and she's inculcated that into her clients and i think it's a fantastic approach something that i'm still learning that's a fantastic i mean my mother what she does she knows that i have i used to have a sweet tooth so what she mm-hmm. would do is when she has some dessert she would just give me a little portion and then nobody mm-hmm. in the home will know where she has kept the rest of it <laughs> lovely you know that is actually the way to do it which is just put everything else that you're not eating hide everything else away so that um, you know you only see the the good stuff the healthy stuff around and the bad stuff is as far away as possible and difficult to reach and i started telling this and we started doing this even in our uh, beach retreat where people come for this panchakarma detox 
we make it so mm-hmm. difficult for them if there is a desert okay on certain treatment days before they we do the treatment we actually give them some desert and uh, it's a it's a process of the cleansing pro, uh, therapy that we do and when they mm-hmm. ask for the second time you know we would say sorry this is enough this is what we have and we make it difficult for the the patient to even ask for the second topic so they don't ask it nice i think that mindfulness and also the idea that you know you don't get a second uh, top up that also will mm. help in this aspect yeah you know like for me um, not having the mindset that you know there is dessert coming helps a lot so i'm i managed to finally give up that whole thing about after food you need something sweet mm-hmm. because that is one of the big things you know to break along with your morning chai which is one of the hardest things to give, mm. give up along with that the whole um, uh, giving up of that little sweet at the end of a meal is very hard especially for us indian mm. and um, and ever since over the last 6 months during this lockdown i've been with my parents they have been saying acha now we should have something sweet so that that thought has again started being triggered in my mind Mm-hmm. and um, and we have to be very very mindful about these things because they suddenly come up or the house help will come and say what will what can i get for you mm. um for something sweet and then you're like no no not for me not for me not for me it takes courage to say that exactly so i was just thinking when you when you said that you want to you'll be doing the snow sugar challenge during the diwali festival time i think most mm. of the focus should be on how to diplomatically say no to many of your friends and families coming Absolutely. to see how to politely refuse exactly i think it's going to be more than a no sugar challenge how to say no to your friends without hurting them <laughs> <laughs> challenge and you know the thing is that i i, I broken it up very nicely into parts mm-hmm. so uh, the most diplomatic approach is to make sure that all the all the sweets are sugar free sweets and hence are acceptable by you Mm-hmm. So for example uh, you know nowadays you're getting a lot of these mithais that are made using dates or using uh, anjeer as a sweetener mm-hmm. and they don't contain god um, added sugar mm-hmm. right while still they are sugared and they are sweet having a small piece of them is not uh, as bad as having your you know those those sweet laden mithais oh, so yeah. that is one approach to it mm-hmm. um the second approach to it is to tell everybody that you're doing this challenge yes and which is why make it public yeah make it public tell everyone you're doing this challenge and then people will think you're mad so <laughs> if that if they do that you can always blame me for it saying that no 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 i have this this guy called ashton he's my habit coach he's telling me to do this he's an idiot he's forcing me to do these things so i have to do it now what to do correct you can like completely fire off my shoulder and and use it for that Exactly. and um, that is something that again works for for some of the people who have taken the no sugar challenge and mm-hmm. and uh, done it and what's interesting is that as soon as you become the voice for no sugar mm. and people start listening to you and huddling around you and saying tell me more tell me more they stop forcing you mm. and that is a critical part to come to what's embarrassing is sometimes going to people's homes where everything is made with sweets right mm. i know that so even the main courses have sweet in it Mm-hmm. and uh, that's when it becomes embarrassing to say so which is why for this challenge i've said that d- during those festival seasons when you are in people's homes eat the sweet enjoy mm-hmm. yourself but learn how to bounce back very 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 quickly mm-hmm. well, i mean when you're talking about this you know my mind was going to during my time when i used to go to this uh, restaurant in chennai called saravana bhavan 
I love Sarvana Bhavan. Yes, I know. And the the coffee that they give is actually more than a coffee. It's actually a sugar syrup. Ah, I used to ask for more sugar. Exactly. And uh, and you know, uh, then I started being very conscious in my health and uh, mm. more workouts, and I started becoming. Uh, you know very sensitive to that sugar i used to say uh, when they are bringing coffee please i don't want sugar and suddenly you know i was going with two other uh, relatives what what happened mm. are you already diabetic yes <laughs> and it's like no it's not diabetic i'm just being more con- conscious that i don't want to reach there but this is how the society is so programmed correct and, uh, to say i think uh, it will take another 2 3 decades you know sugar will a day will come when uh, products which are having so much of sugar will be labeled as cigarettes like this will create or uh, in, induce cancer this will create a lot of other inflammatory disorders obesity stroke heart disease many other degenerative disorders i think we are not mm-hmm. so far away from that time correct and it started to happen in places like australia and a few cl- uh, countries have started doing that um in a few countries sugar has been banned in schools mm. so the process has started but at no nowhere close to the pace that we can expect society to save us exactly. which is why we have to take the matter into our own hands and save ourselves first mm. and our loved ones first and then society will catch up and we'll be far better prepared at that point of time I think what we are talking right now it's like mm. those 70s movie talking about GPS systems in James Bond movies. It <laughs> sounds like when we, when when we say that this sugar is so but because I see in people's lives and another thing that I see you know when people come with uh, allergies and I tell them uh, I think you should cut down on sugar and they would say I don't uh, it's been uh, I, I have stopped sugar and then when I ask them for how long for, for the last 2 weeks I have stopped sugar okay I would say you need to give at least Three months to see that change for the kind of sugar abuse that you have done to yourself. Correct. This is what all through your life. Exactly. This is the point I want to uh, come to you. So, mm. you know, having coached so many people to come out of sugar, how how long should we expect? You know, when we give up that sugar, uh, to have that recovery process, and also how to also have that mindset. Some people they come with a mindset, okay, I'm going to have this uh, no sugar days, and so that. soon after i stop that i can go back to my sugar now that mindset mm-hmm. is more dangerous than going through that uh, this thing so first thing is how long it takes to come out of that uh, you know that sugar abuse our body has endured and mm-hmm. also to come out of that mindset okay once i finish this challenge i can go back to my binging hmm. so the way to think about it is like this um something is better than nothing Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so sure. ideally, a hundred days is the magic number where you will feel that your life has gone back to how it used to be and mm-hmm. how it should be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we don't do hundred day challenges because hundred days just scares people. In <laughs> fact, five years ago when we started our no sugar challenges, they used to all be a hundred day challenge. Mm-hmm. This was when we were doing them um, just as a support group on a WhatsApp or on a Facebook group, etc. Mm. where the sharing of knowledge was not necessarily a big part of it mm-hmm. so we got a limit, limited amount of results mm. but we used to do 100 days and we used to see a big 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 difference then mm-hmm. now what we do is we do 30 days mm. but what happens is that for the first 2 weeks you're still just battling sugar mm. and you're battling your cravings right you're you're suddenly finding how sugar sneakily suddenly tempts you in different ways mm. and um, you'll suddenly find people having nightmares about sugar 
saying that oh i i just i just dreamt that i binge ate sugar oh i had i dreamt that a donut was rolling after me right <laughs> that's one of my favorite uh, i was being chased by donut one of my favorite uh, clients dreams when, when when they were on the no sugar challenge mm. and and like that you see sugar coming and trying to sneak itself into you mm-hmm. so two weeks is to get the sugar out about another week and a half week to actually start feeling a big difference from it mm. and then what happens after the third week is you suddenly realize that hey this isn't such a big deal mm. what was i making such a big hoo ha and cry about i can easily live my life like this the mm. problem is once you stop and then you go back to what normal was mm. and you forget about this challenge exactly. so the point is that once you go through this no sugar challenge it gives you this power mm. it gives you this you know this medal mm. that makes you feel that i can do this mm. it seems so impossible in the beginning but i can do this mm. and that is the feeling i want people to go away with saying that i couldn't believe that i could give up sugar and i can't i can't imagine that it doesn't hold a uh, uh, you know it's its power over me it's grasp over me anymore mm-hmm. i think uh, unless we take that approach it's going to be uh, like a half hearted uh, effort yeah absolutely and you have to throw yourself into the deep end with this mm-hmm. so you know doctor as a Uh, as a habit coach mm. my whole funda is there are two aspects mm. correct there are habits that means habits are things that you want to maintain for the rest of your life mm. correct yes. you want to maintain exercise for the rest of your life you create a habit mm. you want to maintain dental hygiene for the rest of your life you ma- you start brushing your teeth you want to maintain a good mental habit you start a gratitude journal exactly however way you want to do it you start with those habits for the rest of your life mm. now i don't believe that giving up sugar for the rest of your life is something that everyone needs to do mm. but understanding how to give up sugar when you need to is important because you know you do sometimes want to have that tiramisu you mm. want to sometimes have that chocolate mousse mm. there are days when you just feel like having that yum chocolate or biting into something or if you go to italy and you don't have a gelato you'll be an idiot correct <laughs> so there are times when you have to have your sugar Hmm. so don't think about giving up sugar for life and making it a habit which is why i don't say the no sugar habit hmm. i call it the no sugar challenge hmm. so all challenges are short temporary things hmm. while habits are permanent things all the all the challenges are short temporary things which is why even on the habit coach podcast and on the awesome 180 youtube channel all those places i keep saying that there is a time for a challenge hmm. and there's a time for a habit change hmm. and know when these two need to be done and exist so how would you recommend a transit from that uh, no sugar challenge to your daily life uh, so how would that transit be so all the things that you took for granted go away mm. so um, you know that morning milky chai with lots of sugar in it or that saravana bhavan coffee with lots mm-hmm. of sugar in it sugar you suddenly realize you don't need it anymore correct so right. it leaves your life yes and um, and the saravana bhavan coffee is just like now it's floating in my head what you did <laughs> you get your glycemic high right now <laughs> oh god i used to say rumba strong which was like i add more of the uh, concoction to it and then i was saying give me the sugar on the side so i can add more of it and it had to be like this dessert it wasn't 
Yeah, I think it stopped being a coffee and started actually being a tiramisu at that, that, that stage. It was just like pure dessert drinking it. Mm-hmm. So, the, but the thing is that you realize that all these aspects of your life that you took for, you know, this is the way it's, it was your belief system. Obviously, mm-hmm. I need to have milky chai in the morning. How else can I not? That, the, the challenge shakes that up. Mm-hmm. So you don't rely on it anymore. You don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. So those go out of your life. Exactly. You start having your black teas, your green teas. You start maybe having something else in the morning. Um, what it also will have done is it will have cleaned up your pantry. You won't have all those salad dressings that are actually full of sugar. Oh, yes. You won't have that mayonnaise that is full of sugar. You won't have those condiments that are full of sugar inside your pantry. You won't have those snacks that are full of sugar. So you'll have been more aware of the way that you're buying things. The transition comes on when knowing that is this an everyday activity now or is it a special activity? Mm. And if something becomes a special activity, by all means have that sugar. Mm. Right? If a friend of yours brings you a baklava that is mind-blowing, mm. have it. Right? Enjoy yes. it. Don't feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. And that is the change. You know, When you start having your sugar without feeling guilty because you know that it is okay. Once in a while is perfectly fine. That is the stage where I want my clients to reach. Instead of feeling eating sugar and then feeling guilty, eating mm-hmm. sugar and then feeling guilty. I think that's a very uh, difficult loop. And we, in in our language, we say that catching the tail of a tiger. Because once you catch that, you have to run uh, to escape from the tiger from biting you. But you have to keep on running because the tail is keep keeps pulling you. Ha! Ah, absolutely. Oh God. <laughs> That's exactly how this pattern is, you know. I love it, <laughs> pulling the tiger's tail. Superb. <laughs> and and what do you think about milk? Because milk has uh, lactose in it, which uh, it's also a kind of sugar. So would mm. you also recommend them to come out of milk? No. So when I when we do the no sugar challenge, we do it in stages. Mm. So there is level one, level two, level three. Mm. Level one is all your artificial added sugars. Hmm. So your white sugar, your brown sugar, your high fructose corn syrup, maltodextrin, all those things fall into that category. Chemical laboratory created stuff. (laughs) Lab created. Like like we don't realize, but the granulated sugar that we have Hmm. is completely created. No way in in, in the world does fructose and glucose appear as a 50-50% combination. Hmm. Right? Either everything is fructose, or things are glucose. Hmm. There is no in between. And the problem with our, our table sugar is that it's a mix of fructose and glucose. And both of these are, are broken up in the body very, very differently. And which is why it's actually the worst, one of the worst forms of sugar that we can have. Hmm. But you know, that's another rabbit hole to go down. So level one is none of these added sugars. Level two is none of the added natural sweeteners. Hmm. So natural sweeteners, we got date paste agave, hmm. honey, you know, those things that are what we think are natural and are sweeteners in hmm. our in our food. And then the level three is a complete retreat from sweet. Hmm. So no fruits as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want no lactose, but we've never not uh, told people to have milk in terms of for, for the lactose part, we had tell people not to have milk for all the other reasons that you should not be having milk. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and no alcohol. Mm-hmm. So the level three becomes the hardest. And most people don't do that level three, not because of the fruits, but because of the alcohol. 
that just completely spoils the whole thing they feel oh my god no ha ah, how dare you take my whiskey away from me <laughs> this this reminds me one guy read a article that drinking alcohol is so injurious to health uh, it can create liver disorders and that somebody can have a premature death and uh, he hmm. said okay so i'm definitely going to stop it and they asked what, what are you going to stop oh, i'm going to stop reading <laughs> absolutely reading is injurious to health for sure that's how it is but not listening to podcast please listen exactly. to as many that's podcasts as you can <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic uh, doc so how can people uh, find your you know okay i enroll for it but how can people uh, reach out to you to enjoy, join this no sugar challenge Sure. So the No Sugar Challenge. You can either follow me on Instagram. My Instagram ID is Ashdin Doc. So I put up a lot of stuff there. You can join the coming uh, Diwali festival challenge as well. Mm-hmm. The other way is to download an app called Plan My Food, which is where the whole app, resi- uh, which is where the whole challenge resides. Mm. You see, what we decided was that in order to create a a, a format that was a lasting change. we had to give people three things to you know to create that because you know very simply when you have a no sugar challenge you have to bring in your determination mm-hmm. there's no way around it you have to bring in that 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 self discipline mm-hmm. so you bring that self discipline because that we can't do for you mm-hmm. but what we can do for you is give you the right knowledge the right information the right tips and all of that knowledge information and tips comes from this plan my food app so mm-hmm. there are videos that i talk about sugar and how you can give up sugar and what are the habits for it but the app itself is brilliant because you just take of any product the barcode of any product you scan it and it will tell you whether it has sugar in it or not and this works primarily for indian products mm-hmm. um it doesn't work for international products yet but it's so simple because now you just take a picture of uh, your packet of crisps or chips and it'll tell you whether it has sugar in it so you don't have to then go around hunting for it and and figuring out what are the different names of sugar mm-hmm. so you bring the determination the app gives you the knowledge and finally we all join a whatsapp group and mm-hmm. on that whatsapp group we are each other's support system mm-hmm. and that support system is so important because there are days which you will feel like king kong on mm-hmm. and then there are days when you'll feel lousy mm-hmm. and the support system helps you through that keeps you motivated and oh, that's yes. what I remember important. how the group was exploding on the after the first week i'm craving for it and then now come on let's go let's do it i mean that you know the the fact that you are in a group it actually motivates each other no i don't want to give up i came so far let's continue no that's really it gives you that camaraderie that you're not in this alone exactly and actually the environment plays such an important role in your habits uh, mm. when you are surrounded by people who are into certain kind of habit the possibility that you also indulge in that habit is very high tremendously exactly so thank you so much ashdin doc i would definitely include these details in my, in the show notes so that people can enroll this because this is such a beautiful program uh, this motion challenge and i really admire the effort that you're taking to change people's lives because i see so many people are suffering with so many diseases and they just don't get it why they should yes. avoid sugar absolutely and also i also i, I don't uh, blame them because i was also uh, a real culprit uh, i used to make uh, some of the chefs 
ashamed, you know, the kind of sugar that I used to put in my uh, coffee <laughs> or anything that where sugar has to be added. My sugar, you know, the, my baseline is like so high. People would say, what did you add to this? You know, that's the kind of feeling I would give people. So I know what you're talking about. Love it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I used to freak out my friends by adding that much sugar in, and I used to take pride in it. I was like, you know how much sugar I can handle? See. <laughs> Crazy so uh, this was really thank awesome. you so much i loved it thank you so much <laughs>